invitations, we showed up and made it. No invitations, we showed up and made it. No invitations, we showed up and made it. Showed up and made it. Showed up and made it. It can get scary when you legendary. Yo, episode 223, We Made It Podcast. 223s. Like Draco the Ruler said, 223's got LeBron and Jordan back fighting. Um, <laughs> two two three is a kind of a bullet. Anyway, um, episode two hundred twenty three made a podcast. Caesar having some issues. Um, please go and watch this video of this episode so you can see Caesar's hair. Please do that. Um, we're going to be doing a new format. Maybe going forward, we'll see if Caesar holds up his end of the bargain. Uh, <laughs> Literally, you just get so excited to diss me. I'm not dissing you. I'm just seeing. You know what I'm is, the, is the mic better? Is it better? No, no, it's fine. Um, this old cap fool. Um, yeah, we're gonna do a new format. Um, if you've ever watched our pilot episodes that we recorded in 2019, um, then <laughs> you'll know that uh, we did uh, a couple different formats for those pilot episodes, and we're gonna go back to that format going forward, possibly. At least today will be a test of doing that format. That format will consist of three topics, two segments, and then a debate kind of situation at the end. And it's going to be a lot shorter. Um, hopefully, even though Caesar and I are used to talking a lot about these issues, because that's what's needed. We're going to try and cut it down uh, while Caesar adjusts his microphone. Um, but before you, before we get into all that, make sure you, whoever's listening to this, Go to We Made It Seas on YouTube and subscribe first. Then go watch all of the Vita videos of vlogs that he's done. But if you're not going to watch all of them, why don't you just watch the latest one? You know what I mean? Caesar went to the great state of Texas. Uh, I'm still talking. Uh, former uh, independent uh, state uh, nation, which uh, once they started getting beat down by Mexico, they joined the United States. Before that, they were part of Mexico. Then they seceded from Mexico. Why? Because Mexico abolished slavery. Mexico was um, definitely whooping that ass. And then Texas became independent. And then Mexico was taking that territory back. So Texas became part of the United States, which they do remain in. And then Caesar went and took a trip down there to the capital of Texas. Oh my God, are you done? Austin. And he filmed some things. You may proceed, sir. Yeah, just go watch my video on YouTube. I don't damn decide to give you a whole story dating back to the Alamo, but you know, we're we're just watch my episode. There's no Alamo, there's no forts in it or nothing. Just a river. Yeah, just just about. Oh, there's an oh, I don't want to no spoilers, no spoilers. Um, but yeah, there's a square hamburger. Um but but yeah, make sure you subscribe and go to We Made It Seas on YouTube. Um, he's trying to blow up off that, so that's more important than this. You know, what okay, mean? <laughs> whatever you want to do, just do that instead. He'll be happy. You know, I'll have you know, I I was offered a very lucrative contract to do exclusive podcasts for a Division Four MLS soccer team, and I didn't do it, Doc. For We Made It podcast, I, this came first. Okay, so Division Four MLS team. All right, interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. The development, development team, development. Okay, team. whatever he just capped about. Um, but yeah, let's proceed. Caesar, I'm yeah. sure 
that you've seen everything that transpired with the Mbappe interview. He did two interviews, actually, um, one for L'Equipe and one for RMC Sport, two French outlets. And there's been a lot of uh, hoopla surrounding it. Um, I did watch a PSG talk or listen to a PSG talk podcast about it. Um, it was extra. I'm so happy I'm not like a real fan because if that's how they are, I'm really happy I'm not like that. Um, speaking of one of the dudes on there, the one of the, one of them was a bit more sober. One of them was insane. Um, but uh, what did you think? I'm sure you saw, uh, saw it. What, what did you think about what's going on with Mbappe? Um, I I, I want to say prefaces by the interview wasn't in English with Lake Keep, so I want to just preface this by saying that. The translated comments I was reading on an interview are based on like my impressions of it. I feel like they kind of blew everything out of proportion. Who's they? Uh, uh, media that responded to P- to his comments because a lot of the media kind of were like, it's like they were like gushing over the fact that he brought up anything about this. Like they were so excited that like they were like knew that what everybody's going to click on is if he made any kind of comments that were going to cause rifts because. Even since the Neymar days at PSG, they're always down for a rift. Remember the 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 Cavani saga? They was trying to do that. We all talked about them on the podcast here. They've they when when the PSG click headlines don't click when it's positive news. It's when it's something everybody's click on. If it's drama, right? They want the drama. And now Messi's there. There's bigger eyes than ever. So, like I said, it was translated. So I'm like, some some of these things you're saying to me, like, what tone is this? I don't know. How it's phrased in that language maybe mean differently here. And I, that's why I wasn't taking it all offensive. Yes, granted, he made some comments about Real Madrid's team I enjoy. But regardless of the fact, it, it, it was – I didn't even care about him, Mbappe, talk about Real Madrid and where he wanted to go. I thought it was really the – key, the key thing for me was him mentioning, which is something that we said on the show, and that was we were just assuming we were saying that. We felt as if th- that's actually like him leaving is actually good for the club right now. They're going to, they're going to, they're, he's thinking he's doing the right thing. They're going to get money if they leave now. It'll give money back to the club. And if he leaves for free, he even felt kind of bad about leaving for free. He wanted to do a service to the club. What more could you ask for out of somebody, especially a star who has no, no, no reason to do that? There's no, there's no obligation for him to do that. There's no one told him he has to do that. At the end of the day, it's a business. And he was just fulfilling his contract. So I think that uh, some of the the hate he was getting was kind of ridiculous. It all, you know what that hate was? It's all those grifting, flip-flopping messy fans that left Barcelona that are on PSG now that have come over and are over here doing the praise messy over everything lifestyle when they're not even putting a team first. They actually don't care if PSG does good because if Messi does good, that only reinforces their point. If PSG does good and Messi does bad, they're going to be mad. But if PSG does bad and Messi does good, they're going to be happy. So I don't even think that like those people I'm not even trying to listen to. I did listen to the episode you talked a little bit about, the Leg on Talk. I have them subscribed on, on Spotify. No, this is PSG Talk. This is the PSG one. Oh, I thought you meant the Leg on, the Leg on Podcast. My bad. It's the same thing I kind of felt. I'm like, like, I don't understand why you even have little, let alone any critical stance of Mbappe right now. There was nothing said disparaging. And like the, those, the people I got an issue with the ownerships. I got an issue with Florentino making these comments, trying to sound like being a, uh, being a stir in the pot. Cause he was making those comments saying, 
January 1st, we're going to see what's up. January 1st, like, just just relax. Like, just shut up. Just shut up. There's no reason for you to make a comment here. There's no reason for, for, for and there's no reason for it. We, I've known this, I've watched this man for years. I know what he's doing. Just, just, just stop it. And on Leonardo and, 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 and Leonardo over there and, and uh, the PSG camp and Nasser, y'all are really handling this, doing a piss poor job of this whole situation with Mbappe from the beginning. Caesar, they're wilding out. Um, well, I mean, I'll say this. Like, I could see some – I could see a PSG fan or somebody who's, like, old-school football kind of being critical of what Mbappe coming out and speaking. I could see somebody being bothered by that because they want players to just shut up and dribble for the most part. Um, but – I like that he came out and I think that he's being strategic on a personal level. He said something. You okay? Yeah. Is he a snake or something? Um, He said something. He said something that was uh, important. He said, it's scary when your president says he's never going to go for free. When I heard that I swallowed hard. I thought, so what's going to happen now? So like, I think that him coming out is, and then, and yeah, and he also said, I told them I wanted to leave, but let's work something out so there can be a transfer fee. He can't control if PSG is rejecting the offers. So if he's telling, and then, and, and he, he was critical of PSG saying that basically the narrative was that he turned down six or seven extensions and he's saying, no, I didn't. But even if he did, that's his prerogative. Like, turn turn down 50. Like, who cares? If you want to leave, that's fine. Either way, it's on PSG to see, okay, this guy is telling us at the end of July he wants to leave. What, the thing that was annoying about the PSG, one of the guys on the PSG talk, um, he's saying, like, oh, that's not enough time. Enough time for what? Like, enough time for what? You're talking about <laughs> either you're going to get like 170 million euros or not. Like, or he's going to go for free. So if, if so Mbappe wants to leave, he's telling you at the end of July, get the money. And if, but, but if PSG is like, okay, you know what? We're bringing Messi in. We already, I'm sure they've known that for a while. We got Neymar, we got Mbappe. Let's bet the farm on that. If PSG comes out of this with a Champions League win, then it was worth it. In their eyes, it'll be worth it. Like, it, whatever, if Mbappe goes for free, like, it'll be worth it that we won Champions League for them. But if he, if they don't win Champions League and Mbappe goes for free, you look stupid. But they're betting on, they're, they, you know, they're betting the farm, you know? Um, but I did feel like Mbappe was protect, like trying to protect himself. And I see, I said that on Twitter, like, I kind of think that he's like, look, this dude's over here trying to act like, you know, he's not going to go for free or whatever. He's like, okay, well, let me get out here and tell the truth to show, like, look, if anything happens, you know what happened, dude. Like, because I, I told them. But but going back to what you said about Florentino Perez, actually, January 1st is when Mbappe can legally, like, there's no tampering. 
negotiate with other teams. So, so I think Florentino Paris, yeah, he didn't have to say that necessarily, but he's not saying something that people don't know. January 1st, Mbappe can do whatever he wants. Like he can sign a contract January 2nd, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I think he was just like letting that know, like letting that be known. Like, I'm not going to get, he's, I think he's saying like, I'm not going to get into everything he said, but on January 1st, he's basically a free agent, you know? Yeah. I mean, just my thing is like, okay, like, that's why I don't like the situation because it's like, hey, he's just like a player can only only have so much control over his own destiny when it comes to a sport. And it's really cute that people want to just tell these players how they're supposed to live and everything, not knowing or or having any empathy for their situation. Right. You spent your whole career is like basically showing love and giving gratitude to this club. And this club does this and I do it for this badge and da, 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 like. There's so much of that narrative that's out there when it's never about like promoting how much a player does for himself and his family. They never put it that into consideration. This podcast, I feel like one of the few people on the earth that was not hypocritical of players like Oscar going to China, not critical of all those players going to China. We're like, man, you got to eat like you got to make your decisions in life. And I bet those guys in hindsight were like, maybe after the the pandemic came, they were like, well, good thing I had that bag saved up because it got crazy. Who knows? So, and then some of those guys, who knows what happened? People were talking about Oscar like he was washed. He was 29 when he left Chelsea. The other day, look, he's 33. I'm like, how's this guy only 33 years old? I think he's been in the league for 40 years. So it's just, it's really weird, the the whole narrative. I, 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 like, I'm saying it again. I'm with Mbappe on this because it's like, what he they they're allowed to say these things right they're allowed to push the put out they're allowed to put out all these things in the media they're allowed to make statements consistently teams are always allowed to make statements because they're always have a press conference right a player doesn't have that opportunity if a player talks too much oh he should be focused on the game if he talks about the contract why is he worrying about this that's why he hasn't scored in three games and if he talks about it if he doesn't talk about it oh he's not being clear with the issues and we don't know where his stance is there's not really a win for him no matter what that's why i thought his comments were like kind of the fairest thing he could say like what dog? I tried my best. I want to renegotiate. Y'all are putting out the six contract thing. That's not how it works. And like, and like Bam said, he's allowed to turn down 50 because you can offer me 50 contracts, but if they're not to the standards I want, then I don't have to sign them or want them. That's not how it works. Yeah. yeah. And if you want to leave, that's up to you. Yeah. And going back to the media thing, like, yeah, the player can, the, the, the team has access to the press publicly and privately. So, yeah, if he doesn't say anything, then all these narratives get put out. And that's what he was correcting. He's saying, like, no, I didn't tell them in August. I told them in July. I didn't tell them. Uh, I didn't reject these contracts. I, and and he's saying, like, I told them I want to leave, but I want you guys to get something from it. And he was saying because PSG did so much for me in the four years. So he's in LA keep. He had to do a sit down interview because. You can't do it at the press conference of no. with, with the whole PSG. That's that's a lot. That's like yeah. damn dog. You screaming in someone's house? Like yeah, I, I thought he did the best way he could. Exactly. And so you see a lot of people talking about oh his ego and this and that. And I'm like okay, it's not egotistical to want to leave a team. No. And and what like like what, when Neymar left Barcelona, it's like yeah, he wanted to leave. Like whatever, dude. Like he wanted to leave. These guys are like, oh, he's going to leave to go Real Madrid. They're doing this. Like, dude, like, it doesn't matter. He wants to leave PSG. 
whether it's because Messi's coming there or whether he's tired of playing with Neymar, whatever, even though, even like he was honest about the thing with Neymar, it was really funny on these PSG talk guys. Like the dude is mad that Mbappe said it. Mbappe admitted, he's like, yeah, I called him. I mean, whatever the word is in French, I don't know, but like they translated it as a tramp, but I'm sure that's not what it is. But like, Mbappe was like, yeah, yeah, I called him that. I was mad or whatever. The dude is mad that Mbappe said it. But just a few minutes ago, or just a few days ago, you were saying like, oh, it's not a big deal because they're uh, hanging out at practice the next day. Yeah, he's just saying the truth. Like, yeah, this is the truth. I don't want to have these media narratives out there about me that are fake. This is the truth. And I tried to do my best. He's not going to say it, but the reality is PSG is betting the farm on Messi, Neymar, and Mbappe. They are confident, I hope, that that's the team that can finally get them a Champions League win. They may be right, may be wrong. But if it works, if they win the Champions League, it's like, oh, hey, man, it worked. And if they don't, you have, then you got to let Mbappe go for free. And that's the worst football business of all time. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. <laughs> it's really unfortunate, too, because I'm like, damn, dude, like Mbappe's put in a lot of work. He's played hard. This dude won cha- uh, one, um, one World Cup. He's and, 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 you know, let me just say this. It was really it was really unfortunate the way these guys are talking about Mbappe. I'm like, dude, Mbappe is has been the guy like. Neymar has not played more than 20 games in a season for PSG. Mbappe's been there, dude. And he still is not the man. And when all this happened, who had to make the biggest sacrifice? Yeah, Mbappe, Killian, the Killian African. Do that. That's like, well, that's the only time you took an L. But look, the, the, it's not, it's just not like, it's, I don't think it's fair to keep piling on people like responsibilities that they're not they're not entitled to have to uphold. That's not on him. Like I, I don't like the narrative. I mean, out of all the people too, it's really funny how quick PSG can 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 flip flop on how they feel about Neymar. Right, one day he's enemy number one, a couple a couple Rabonas, and all of a sudden he's 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 the dude. It only took like two matches for him to stop getting booed after the whole saga from last year. We remember how that went down. It was going nuts about him. For two games. Yeah, and let's remember why. Because he was wanting to leave. And he said it. He came out and said, I wanted to go back to Barcelona. Literally, literally, an example of the con- uh, an example of a situation you want to get on a player about the situation is the Bale Real Madrid situation. Real Madrid just wins Champions League. Incredible game. Everybody's talking about it. The first thing out his damn mouth is that he should have played more in the game and he has to see what happens next season. In the Real Madrid jersey, at the press conference, at the post-game press conference, not like Tuesday after practice, at that moment. That's when it's like, damn, dog, like, okay, like, (laughs) agreed. But, like, we, like, literally, we're, you're sweating. You still got the same sweat from the game. Like, can we just, like, ease up? Bubba didn't do any of that. He literally did a separate interview solo address everything very articulate and very calm i thought it was the best way you could handle it and the fact that there can be criticism of that i'm like you just started off you just wanted a reason to hate it wasn't because you 
you got surprised and you're like, wow, how dare he do this? No, you were fishing and you got what you felt like you wanted. That's what happened with that. Exactly. But you know what I'm saying? We're doing this new format. So let's wrap that up. Uh, <laughs> the way you said it. It's like <laughs> hey, you know what I mean? Teacher want to do the new format. No, I'm joking. Um, but um, sadly, you know, we got fans back in the stadiums and you know what's going to happen. Caesar's favorite thing monkey chance whoa whoa Let, uh, replay those episodes who said they don't get affected <laughs> by them go ahead so um this past weekend obviously napoli has been off to a great start it's still a perfect start they won in fiorentina over the weekend <clears throat> and um when they were leaving the pitch um several of napoli's black black players were targeted with monkey chance um they were caught on tv um apparently uh Victor Osiman and uh Andre uh, and uh, Zambo and Guisa they just kept walking um like they just kind of acted like they didn't hear it but Kulabali uh looked up to uh looked up to whoever was doing it was like did you call me a monkey come down here and say to my face if you're brave um for sure the dude did not <laughs> they never do yeah but um 30 seconds body right now <laughs> ooh uh, I don't. I don't want to ever see Kulabali try to like scrap. It's probably so bad. Um, I can't imagine a fan would be better. But go ahead. I don't know, dog. I can't imagine a fan's gonna be. These people, I, I think you know so. what they say. Eighty six percent of males think they can fight. And they really can't. So it's like uh, I'm sure the fan sucks ass too. Okay, Caesar, you get. He probably right. just sit there with his belly just screaming all the time. Probably get his. <laughs> um, remember what happened to that fan? Watch Pal- Mouse of the Palace. Watch that that fan get slept on by Jermaine Dupree with the sliding uh, punch. <laughs> yeah, that's a little different. We're talking about some uh, uh, dude from uh, Italy, dude. Oh, what? He's in shape. He's Italian. No, I'm talking about the cool. I'm talking about Kula Bali. It's a little different. Um, Man, but- you're really not a good person, dog. <laughs> <What> the <laughs> that's the that's what you pick. I know what you mean, but let's continue this. Yeah, soccer players can't. Fight? What are you talking about? No, that's not what you meant. Go ahead, big dog. You okay? You know what, Caesar? I need you to relax. Actually, <laughs> um, before my guess in trouble is too early to catch us. So, um, also, um, Mike Mike Menon, who was signed, uh, the goalie that was signed for Milan, he said that he was racially abused while playing at Juventus last month. Shocker. Um, hmm? Shocker. Yeah. Um, his response was, he said. And I quote, what do we do to fight racism in the football stadium? Do we really believe it is effective? Talking about like whatever they do. Um, He said, I'm in a club that strives to be a leader in fighting every type of discrimination, but we need to be more and all united in this battle against a societal issue bigger than football itself. So he's saying that Milan don't really have those issues. I don't know if that's true. Uh, Maybe maybe he was taking a stab at inter uh, ultras because they be on that racism. I, it seems like he's saying Milan fans don't get down like that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's also saying that because he's at the crib. Um, it's always nice to say that your house don't have these problems, but we, uh, I'll have you know, sir, there has been issues in the past. But nice try. It's, yeah, Milan's record's not squeaky clean, Mister Kevin. Okay, Kevin, relax, Kevin. So, um, uh, <laughs> why is he Kevin? Is his name Kevin? It's Mike. Oh, Mike. All right, Michael, calm down. There's been issues in the past, Michael. Um. Yeah, it's still, it's it still... becomes just every year we yell about the banners. The, the, the banners don't work. The 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 this stuff isn't working. The most I ever saw in terms of unification 
for any of these issues was during last year, during the whole BLM movement, was the most unification I've ever seen a league-wide. And even that, the first person I don't want to do anymore was was a was a Crystal Palace player. Was the first one to be like, "Why the hell are we doing this?" I forgot my, his my, name. Uh, Travis Scott. Um, what was his name? Um, uh, Wilford uh, Zaha. Will Wilford, of course. That who probably time. also can't fight. Of course, Wilford wasn't down anymore, right? The 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 Batman's Butler. So, anyways, uh, it's it's just. I agree. Yes. I do. I gotta say it again. Yeah, I agree. There's societal issues. We've had debates on this about this. Uh, like, what What can we do? Is it going to be banners or do we got to change the education? What we got to do? The answer's been set on the show, and you can go scroll back and look again. Let's see some points getting taken away. Take them points away. D- d- take them points away. Take the points. Yes, just like Raheem Sterling said. You, you get some racial abuse, dock them points, put them fans online. I want to see some fan faces on Twitter. I don't want to see them anonymous anymore. Put them faces online. All right? I want to see their CVs or a little, a little stain on there when they get a job application that says, yeah, was, was Colin Koulibaly a monkey at a stadium last year? I want to see that on there, too, on the resume. Yep, that's Caesar, my stance. Caesar, we've always talked about transfer bans. What, what are you talking about? No, I want point docking now. Transfer bans too nice. Let's dock points now. <laughs> I, 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 want, I, want, I want Juve to have negative 14. I'm down. Okay. Um yeah, anyway, um, I guess Caesars uh, forgot that transfer ban episode, <laughs> like everything else. Um, <laughs> this dude is crazy. <laughs> this dude is literally crazy. I don't know what's going on in that brain, but um, it's pretty interesting. <laughs> Anyway, um, well, you know, we used to advocate for transfer bans. I I put it on Twitter a Not lot. Not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, but transfer bans are cool too. Okay. Oh, there we go. But yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a shame that like I mean, I remember last season um, when fans weren't at stadiums, and I'm just like dreading the day when they get back in there. Because you know there's going to be a monkey chance. It, it, it literally wasted no time. That yeah. Monaco game, I remember watching that Monaco qualifier Pretty, against yeah. Spartak, whatever the who. I was like, damn, they was really, they were like, oh, God, I've been sitting at home all year. I've been waiting to go out there and just make some some Tarzan sounds. Come on. Oh, God. Caesar, let me try to get your jokes off on this serious issue. Um, But, yeah, it's it's really a shame. And honestly, like, it, until it, they until they implement transfer bans, like nothing's gonna happen, dude. Like literally, nothing's gonna happen. You, you haven't seen a meme on uh they have like a TikTok where it's like this: the, your uh, soccer fans be like, and then it shows Tarzan when he's talking to, in the the voice. Yeah, that had me crying. I'm not gonna lie. That's hilarious. Um, but also in racism news, um, former Manchester United midfielder Park Ji Sung has urged club fans to stop singing the song about him because it contains a negative stereotype about his homeland of South Korea. Um, And I will be quoting that song as we have done in the past. I think it was episode 195. Um, He said, um, oh, oh, he was prompted to speak out uh, after hearing United fans sing the song against Wolves. um, When they played Wolves in August, um, they were singing that song. Um, Oh, this is terrible. The United fans are singing the song for Park 
when uh when the Wolves unveiled their new South Korean striker Wang Hee Chan, I think it's the guy from uh, Valencia. So they said, uh, "Oh, Wolves is like, oh, this is our no, new Valencia." Was it? Is not the guy from Valencia? No, no? Um, it's a different guy. He played for Leipzig. Oh, okay, okay. Um, they're like, so you, the Wolves are like, oh yeah, here's, here's a new striker we got, and then the United fans start singing this racist song, which I will be quoting in a second. Um, Park went on to say that I know that United fans don't mean any offense for that song, but uh, still, I have to educate the fans to stop that word, which is usually these days a racial insult to the Korean people. He went on to say, listening to the chant even 10 years later now, I feel sorry for the younger me who tried to overcome this discomfort that I felt back then. He went on to say, in Korea, things have changed a lot. It is true that historically we have eaten dog meat, but these days... No, 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 no. Like, no, 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 no. See, sir, can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? That's on. I'm not going to lie. That's like making me really sad. That's making me really sad, dog. Can I finish? Just because you watched Squid Games recently. No, I just like... Damn, that's so sad he has to say that sentence. Okay, so he to say, in Korea, things have changed a lot. It is true that historically we have eaten dog meat, but these days, particularly the younger generation, they really dislike it. It causes discomfort to Korean people when they hear that song. <coughs> so yeah, dog. Um, now I'm gonna go on and quote that song that these Man U fans ha- are singing. And Caesar, can I say something too? Yeah, because you're trying to distract yourself on purpose, and that's smart. Um, you know some of the fans that are singing this song. You know, there are some black ones too in there. Yeah, I believe there's all kinds of for sure. For sure. Absolutely. Um, This is the song, and we have quoted it in the past, episode 195. Um, The song goes Park, park, wherever you may be, you eat dogs in your country. God damn, dog. It could be worse. You could be a scout. It could be worse. You could be a scouse eating rats at a council house. A scouse is a Liverpool fan. Um, So, yeah, that's what these. Man, you fans are out here singing. So hopefully they stop because Park told them to, but we'll see. God damn, dog. That song is like actually like really rough. Like that's yeah. messed up. And it's actually the worst part is like him having to like him having to like basically kind of like explain and almost like but like, hey, I understand why you were saying it before, but look, honestly, we don't do that anymore. So sad. Yeah, like he had to do a little bit because like he's just like being polite and it's like just so sad. Like he should have been like, you guys are like sick freaks for singing this song and I hate <laughs> all of you. Like literally, if you still sing this song, you should go to hell. That'd be great if he said that. You literally- that's really what I think. Like if you're out here, if you go to a stadium and you're singing this out loud, you're literally a monster dog. Facts. Um, okay, Caesar, let's let's talk a little bit about um Damn, I don't know how transition. long that- I don't know how long that segment was because uh, there were some technical issues, but I don't think it was that long. Um, but but ultimately, like they should, they need to get rid of that song. And please, like, get rid of that song. Facts. Um, okay, Caesar. Barcelona is struggling right now. It ain't it ain't as bad as it could be. But this is the situation yeah, that contrary to the tweets. But go ahead. This is the this is the situation at Barcelona. Mm. In the league, they are three three and one. Um, they're in ninth place on 12 mm. points. Real Madrid, obviously, it's early in the season. Real Madrid is in first with 17 points. But Barcelona doesn't does have a game in hand. 
where if they won that match, they they'd have 15 points and they'd be in fourth place. But there's three teams on 17 points. That's why. Um, in Champions League, it's a lot worse. They oh, and Real Madrid is in first place. Um, thought you might like to hear that. Shout out, Sheriff. Shout out, shout out, uh, people stealing uh, our stuff, talking about Sheriff, the police, or whatever. Um, I'm saying, um, Champions League, it is a lot worse. They have suffered two, three nil defeats. They were 0 and 2 in Champions League. I don't even know if they've had a shot on target. Um, it's really bad, and they might end up where Inter was last season, or they might end up in Europa League. I feel like it's better to just go out of Champions League personally. It'd be cool if they went to Europa. I want to see Barcelona in Europa League. Um, but um, but what what do you think needs to happen at Barcelona for things to change? A lot of people are talking about Ronald Koeman getting out of there. But what do you feel like would be needed for Barcelona to right this ship? This is not going to sound right, but like I've always had the most respect for when teams stuck with coaches through a terrible year of injuries. I don't like, and I feel like I always see a very prevalent NFL, the coaching roulette of coaches, like a coach will have a bad season or teams that seem to stick it out with some of these coaches. It just works out because a lot of times you're trying to build, like you're trying to build like a, a, a like like a, 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 you're trying to build like prestige there. You're trying to build an aura, an environment, a locker room, like, you got to people need to understand one of the biggest players in their history left. OK, and this isn't just, oh, he spent six years there like Ronaldo did, like no, or seven years or whatever. This man was there his whole damn life since he was 13. Like they've built everything around this man. OK, they've kicked out a guy who was assumed to be the little bit of a legend, uh, Ronaldinho. After two years, because they're like, no, this is the man. We this is the man we're gonna get behind. It's messy. It's messy time. They've won. They've had success. They've had failures all throughout. There's there's been people who work there that have been used to that man being the person. They've been used to the count the board being the certain people. You're changing a lot. Okay, they're in they're in five hundred million dollars in debt and euros in debt. A lot of clubs are in debt. Let's keep it real. But they want to put out that article. Sure, man, they're in debt, too. But um, trust me, all these fools is in debt. <laughs> ain't nobody ain't nobody go, doing good out here. Um, it's rough out here. So you need to understand. Now, I was the first person saying I thought the hiring was done. I think Coleman sucks. He sucked at Everton. He sucked everywhere he goes. And what does Netherlands want? Nothing. And he sucked there. But for some reason, he gets jobs. And, he is, and he's got here thugging in Bentleys and riding Rarries, all right? It must be nice. Um, seeing your coach with a better car than you, okay? Um, it's weird. So if you're not going to – if you're going to do this, just do the two-year plan. Two years, I understand, I'd i be like, I, there's there's injuries this year. We're transitioning. Every transition year, you need a break. Bam said it best. You need to have a reset. It's a, it's a throwaway year. Play the young dudes. Work it out understand granted maybe they're like we gotta put everybody out anyways and it's champions league there's still expectation but i don't have expectation barcelona i came into this season with zero expectations so just like as you can see by the we made a podcast twitter a lot of the games have been uh, uh, the recaps of those games have been or the live tweets have been with bam he came in with the same thing he's he wants to see what it is he wants to see how they move see how it's like that's part of understanding a transition year you got to just see how it is 
Now the ball went from being predominantly on the right side of the field, now predominantly to the left side of the field. That's an adjustment for everybody. There's a lot going on. So I think people are going crazy because it's easy clickbait, right, to go nuts. Once again, I'll say it again. I'm not here in support of Coleman. I don't want him to be the coach. But you hired him, so just give him two years. I'll see what out of the injury, see what he does. He's not going to do anything. Give it two years because you give time for someone else to come in to build. Who wants to come into this job right now? It's, it's 14 people injured. You don't know what's going on. You signed some striker who you, they were talking about the prodigy. I'm like, that's like the worst striker at Sevilla. But okay, go ahead, take Luke Dong. I don't care. I mean, sure, he had numbers, but anybody can get numbers tall in the middle when you have our boy on our two our, our boy on the wing over there, Oscampos. He throw he crossed that ball to anybody in the middle. So I just think that you need to have some patience, Barcelona. Like it's been good for a while. Well, not really. Actually, I've been taking some L's lately, but you need to have some patience because. You know, these things don't happen overnight. Just have some patience, and you'll see what happens. And if, if Barcelona had bad years ever since Ronaldo, too. You know, the year after, Barry was talking about was the, the things were on fire. They went through, like, three coaches. That wasn't the proper path. Lopetegui got a position. Ladura got a position. I thought that was horrible. Zidane came in. They actually gave him time to do something with it. That's what you need to do. You need to give these coaches time to permit their tactics and their systems and things to work out. Coleman sucks. Oh, well. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like... <clears throat> What I think needs to happen at Barcelona, I don't think firing Kuman will do anything. Really, the issue is injuries. They played well early in the season when even even when they had Griezmann, who was a ghost, but they had Griezmann, Martin, Braithwaite, and Depay, and they played a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought they played pretty good with Braithwaite. Some of those they, games. they they played really good. They're at least wa- way more competitive than now. Yes, I watched those matches and they were playing well. Um, you know, they played a bunch of matches with literally just Luke de Young and Memphis Depay as the only forwards. I don't know why Kuman didn't start Ansu Fati against Benfica, but I feel like I feel like he's still injured. I think no, he, no, he's no, he's back. He's back. Uh, I mean, I know he's like cap, but I feel like he's back. But it's like I'm sure he's still like no, he he was he was running around the first match I saw him hmm. play. He was running around. He looked he looked hmm. really good, but for me, I know that coaches generally like to put those players on later. But I'm like, dude, just put him in the beginning. You, you're, you're out of here, dude. Like, yeah, it's a really it. weird thing that soccer does. That they're just so obsessed with bringing someone in late. I'm like, just let him warm up the whole hour before. Let him out early. If it don't work out, something out. All yeah, because like, I think like, you like to keep it. But and also, we have four subs now. You have you have room to do it. Yeah. So I don't know, but I do think it's mostly injuries and also kind of going back to what you said too. Like Barcelona wasn't that great last season. The last few seasons, they haven't been good, especially in Champions League. If anything, you should expect them to be worse because Messi's gone. Who so, have they beaten in Champions League? Please yeah, tell they me. Ha- they're not out here beating good teams, Barcelona. So, like, and last season they lost to PSG. So, like, you know, what are we doing? We're talking about a team that's, like, gotten worse since last year. Yeah. Um, Even if you want to say that Depay and Messi are, like, Obviously, Messi's better than Depay, but like, even if you're saying like, okay, this is like good enough, even they have so many injuries. Like, you're not going to be able to do anything with just Depay and Luke De Jong. They got some dudes out there that are so just like, you got like you're you're putting out like three, four middle schoolers. So really, Barcelona. Like when I watched that Barcelona match against Benfica, it was rough. Um, when I watched them against Atleti, it was rough. But 
I don't have an expectation for them to be better. And I do feel like this episode went a lot longer than we were hoping, but it's shorter than usual. All those points, I absolutely agree with. I just think a little bit of patience, let people get back on injury. Then I think it's very fair to start doing criticisms. It's fair to start criticizing when people are able to be on the field. Then Bailey probably wants to know what it's like to be out there. He hasn't experienced it yet. Antifati, that was his first time experiencing that in his whole career, and it's very short. He's like, whoa, this is a little different now. So it just just give it a little bit of time. You got to understand, like it wasn't you wouldn't we weren't winning Champions League up until now. So well, well you can wait. <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Anyway, uh, we made a podcast two two three. He's got LeBron and Jordan back fighting. Um, what's the name? Um, make sure you check it out on YouTube. Uh, CJ's going to be doing some editing and stuff. So what's today? Today is October sixth. So you'll see this episode on YouTube probably October twenty fourth. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm not putting any pressure on you, sir. You take your time. It's yeah, fine. Tomorrow. Okay. I mean, whatever you want to do. I mean, you're the boss. I didn't say what time. Uh, ooh. Uh, <laughs> time is relative. Um, but yeah, make sure you check it out and make sure if you're still listening, go to We Made It Seas and subscribe and watch uh, those Vita videos. They're fire. And make sure you holler back. Sure. It can get scary when you legendary, you legendary.